Ow! Just do it, man. It'll be all yeah. right. I mean, we're alive now. So. We are? Yeah, but I mean, this all might right. not, may or may not make the cut. Either way, I'll say this. Um, welcome to the co-show. Uh, I'm Rollins Chaff. I'm here today with uh, Jackson Bowers. Uh, let me preface this real quick, because there are, I don't know if you knew this, there was a Tuscaloosa Jackson Bowers. Um, I, I have heard of this guy. <laughs> I'd love to meet him. <laughs> if, like, he, if he's anything like me, he's a great guy. He's a fantastic dude. <laughs> I was looking at your uh, Snapchat, actually, when we were Snapchat texting, setting this up. Yeah. Um, and I'm friends with both of y'all. And he was Jackson Bowers, no underscore, and you're what, Jackson Bowers with an underscore between the two? Something like that. Yeah, he beat you to it, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, all the good usernames are going to be gone one day. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, well, that's the nice thing about being Rollins, I guess. Is, <laughs> yeah, I have not met others. another Rollins, I'll tell you that. I, I uh there was one messaged me one time, added me on Snapchat, Australian dude on New Year's sent me And he wanted to know what the big idea was, you taking his name. <laughs> yeah, I said, Come on, man. <laughs> be two of us, you know, we're, we're cool guys. Yeah. I love this dude. I love I love uh I love talking into a microphone. Yeah, he feels powerful. Yeah. The <laughs> common Joe is on the air. <laughs> That's right. The co show. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. We're getting it going. This is going to be a great brand. You know, Rollins and I are uh, sitting at our beach house in the Bahamas right now. Yeah. And we're watching the sunset. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm happy. I hope <laughs> I hope our viewers can be rich enough to enjoy this with us one day. <laughs> Jesus, this is peasants. <laughs> <laughs> we flew down to the Bahamas for a, for a nice little Tuesday afternoon nightcap. Yeah, you know, I, I got bored of living off my pension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, decided to change it up a little bit. Right. Yeah. How, how, you, how, how, how was your day, though? My day was all right. It was a Tuesday? You know, I was kind of busy. It was nothing too crazy. Uh, spent a lot of time compulsively scrolling on Twitter. I, I do that from time to time. Now, let me get your take here. Uh, what's the worst day of the week? Mm, that's tough. I mean, I'm never a happy guy on a Monday morning, but I cheer up pretty quick. Yeah. Uh it might be Tuesday. I've always said Tuesday. It might be because Tuesday is just there's no hope. There, well, there's nothing. You got there's nothing to look forward to at the moment, and yeah, you know. Well, there's nothing. There's not even anything like it's the least unique day. Like Monday starts the week. Yeah. Right. Wednesday, you're halfway through the work week. Uh, Thursday, you're it's almost Friday. Friday, it's Friday. Saturday, of course, the weekend, and then Sunday, you know, restful. You get to sleep up for Monday. Tuesday, like. You can't make a yeah, case for Tuesday. You know what's turned into a great day since I graduated and started working was uh, I really like Thursday. Thursday? Thursday is a fun night. Like, you get off work and you're like, all right, it's the weekend. I don't care. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I, I, I got into trouble a couple of Thursdays back, and uh, and uh, I think somewhere between overdoing it, because, you know, in college, like, Thursday would roll around and I'd go, oh, this is great. I'm just going to, you know, go wild and, you know, whatever. Friday's what well, it is. <laughs> in college, every night was like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I tried I, I tried to do that uh, in, during the work week, and I forgot I still, you know, college is a little more voluntary. Right. I had work still <laughs> on Friday. Oh, this isn't as fun. Yeah, I only had a job a couple of times in college, not counting like an internship. Yeah. Like a job where I was just trying to make a few bucks. Um, yeah. I was a rock wall attendant at the wreck. Yeah, I got to that. I got to harness up. I, I learned my ropes. You know, I had to do a lot of training for it. And I mean, for for what it was at the time, the pay wasn't that bad. Do you have any uh, casualties on your watch? No casualties, but there was this one story. You know what an auto belay is? Uh, is that the where you just fall down? Yeah. So it hangs from the ceiling, and it's kind of like a seatbelt. Yeah. And it retracts itself up so you can hook yourself up to it climb and then it'll slowly let you down yeah um there was one guy i think he was stoned and he showed up because you know those granola boys they show up they're ready to they're ready to roll they're they're running up they've been doing their grip strength exercises all morning they're ready to hit it hell yeah this dude jumped up the wall and just scaled it we have i think it's a 60 foot wall in auburn dude scaled it and then he thought he was hooked up and so he just let go you know, yeah, but and, <laughs> and dude, like he did, he just he was like, all right, time to go down. He just let go, 
Again, I wasn't there, didn't watch this, only heard the horror stories, but apparently he landed right on his feet. We have a very padded, well, we, I don't yeah. work for him anymore. The Auburn wreck has a very padded area, and I think he was okay, but... Um, I mean, you don't need your feet to rock climb. Like I, I, you you know, still, I think he know. was as okay as you could be after falling 50 feet. Yeah, I mean, shit, that's like... like but I heard it was I heard it was a rough day for the staff. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine uh, the boss probably wasn't happy with that one. Um, no, no. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's yeah, yeah. good hours though at the wreck, right? I, I knew one guy that worked at the Bama wreck. He said great hours for college because you can always. Yeah, get it was out. never too many. I think I worked at the most three hours at a time. Yeah, you but know, you're, probably, you're out to be able to go out that night. And, yeah, and yeah. I probably picked up fifteen hours a week. Yeah, average. And it was cool. COVID took that down, though. I never officially quit. Uh, <coughs> it's just when COVID happened, I just never went back. Really? Yeah. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> You're still on the payroll. I still, I still yeah. have my badge and my gun, you know? <laughs> yeah, every, every every week you get a little, like, uh, bonus income from the Auburn wreck. Uh, if only. Yeah. I can I can see why that dude fell if they're just if they've got half the staff <laughs> employed but absent yeah that's probably <laughs> right right structurally not good for a business yeah I don't dude know. Yeah. Auburn I, Auburn clutched that uh, clutched that ticket to the big show uh, you talking about that uh, Tennessee, Tennessee game, game? Yeah. not the Bama game which you know. Bravo. I mean, yeah, kudos for y'all you know, I, pulling I did it, it I'm not <laughs> the kind of guy who wants to crap all over Bama. Yeah. I'm very, well, I, mean, I think it's very cool. I'll crap all are. over Auburn. You know, y'all said y'all are a basketball school, and then we uh, we just <laughs> wipe the floor with you. Maybe. I could take it. I don't. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of shit to Swept talk. Swept you so out I'm of not, the building. I'm not gonna not gonna challenge you there, but I do think our program is very strong. Yeah. I think I think the coming years are gonna be great. I think Bruce Pearl. Uh, or is it Pearls or Pearl Bruce Pearl, whatever it is. Yeah. I think he's got. I think he he he's a great coach. Y'all's Dude, he's team, the man. Yeah, I think in the past five, I'm, uh, I'd have to double check on this. I think in the past five years, NBA five, past five NBA drafts, y'all have had six players drafted. When you're doing that, inevitably, you're probably going to have a year with, you know, all your talent's been drafted. It's gonna happen. I mean, yeah. It's it's going to be an ebb and flow, but we're having lots of progress in the recruiting, and well, I love, I'm not worried. I mean, I love doubling up on the rivalry <clears throat> now. Where I love that Bama and Auburn have. Dude, legit. when I was a freshman, and even I'm, we're the same age. Like mm-hmm. when we were freshmen, sophomores, like that wasn't really a thing. Mm-mm. At least not among the students. Maybe like they tried to turn it into a thing, but now it really is the second Iron Bowl. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I would imagine you would have to line up for those tickets. I remember my sophomore year when you were a freshman, right? Uh, last home game was against Auburn, which I think is every year um, or something like that. Anyways, we went and we went like last minute and we were able to just slide right in. You know, nobody cared because it was basketball on a Tuesday. Yeah. You know? yeah. Dude, we used to do that. I remember going to, I remember I met Bo Nix. At a uh, Auburn basketball game, like freshman year, yeah. and I mean, you know, he was Mr. Cool. Everyone yeah. loved him. They're like, he's gonna be the quarterback next year. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> those were the days. <laughs> those were the days. Col- <laughs> college was pretty cool, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> I love college. Yeah, um, we were just talking last night. We we went to uh, Butch Cassidy. Yes, sir. Give a shout some, out. Uh, housed some cheeseburgers. We had a little cheeseburger picnic. Um. Little cheeseburger in paradise, Mobile, <laughs> Alabama. It's yeah, tropical. dude, you and uh, Seed were talking about best burgers. Oh yeah, in Mobile. I just gotta insert a little comment real quick. Uh, you got? You been saving this? Rochelle's. Yeah. You gotta have a burger from Rochelle's. I think that burger's in the conversation. I think I think that's absolutely on the list. Um, yeah, Seed was just. I mean, out of his mind though. I think he said best burger ever was Callahan's or whatever. You know, I've burger, never actually had a Callahan's burger. I know, I know, everyone in the audience is, is swerving gasping. all over the road right now. Yeah, they're in <laughs> ditches right now. The car's on fire. Yeah. yeah. Again, we're live in the Bahamas, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We 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 don't got a care in the world. No. To me, uh, I, I I did have a Callahan's burger one time, and uh, I think saying I had it one time tells you it's not spectacular. Right on. Butch Cassidy's out of the Mobile Burgers. Right? I've had plenty of. 
Butch Cassidy. I think the 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 it was well. I remember when I was younger, right? It was a soon to be famous Butch Burger. Yeah. I went back in there the other day, and uh, I noticed I hadn't been home in a while, and I noticed it's the now famous Butch Burger. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess it got famous. Yeah. You, I the, remember. Do you remember when you were a kid? This is some early two thousands nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You'd go to like a movie. Mm-hmm. And there'd be that weird Butch Cassidy's commercial <laughs> before the movie. Um, It'd be like this greasy looking cowboy and he'd sit down and take a bite out of the burger and just like give a thumbs up or whatever. Yeah, it was like some like it was some like knockoff scene of the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, yeah. It just <laughs> comes out. <laughs> and then it was like the home, like not the Home Depot voice. It was the. Uh, uh, it, it was like the, the B-dubs voice or just like a low voice. Of yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. The um, I always you want to have a tasty burger. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the um, yeah the uh, I always like I never I hadn't been to Butch Cassidy's and I'd always see that like because it's just like like just a low it's a local commercial like right low vowel like low production all that and, and it's cool to see I mean if yeah. you if you really want to cringe people there's a Jackson pro tip. If you get home from the bars and and you're not quite ready to check out and and you need to watch some content, just look up like cringy local commercials, and they're all from the south, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Awesome, awesome content. Have you ever seen the uh, Jones Barbecue Foot Massage? Yeah. So that that's like a great example. Jones Barbecue. There was a place like that in Auburn. (laughs) Barbecue and foot massage. No, but it was a combo, and it was a. it was a pretty cool uh, entrepreneur who uh, who ran it. Yeah, it was fried chicken, haircuts, and car washes. <laughs> really? I think it's called Uncle Charlie. Shout out Uncle Charlie. Gave me a good haircut this one time. So you go wait. So you could get your car detailed, get a bucket of fried chicken, and get a haircut all in one go. I mean that that's one of those things I love when they do like a nice combination like that. You don't mm-hmm. expect it to be something that like I want to go to that. Yeah. I would not expect that that's... It's like right there on Opelika Road, like right before you get to the B-line. So Auburn people, you know what I'm talking about. Is it? Do college students go there? I did. <laughs> I know <laughs> you did, but I mean... <laughs> Auburn is an interesting place because there's the college part yeah. of Auburn and there's the, you know, towny local part. Yeah. And it's like two different worlds. It's a damn labyrinth. One of my best friends is. from college, he, he's from Auburn, you know, like grew up there. And he would always give us all these like tips and tricks, you know. Yeah, yeah. About how to how to be a local. <laughs> I had I had a we had a good buddy in our uh, pledge class at Bama who um, he was from Opelika, right? So he goes to Bama and you know we're doing the you know what's your full name and hometown and all this and he says his name and he goes. And he goes, Opelika. Somebody goes, isn't that Auburn? He goes, no, no, fuck that place. Way different. Way different. <laughs> O-Town, baby. Dude, you have to do that if you're going to Tuscaloosa. I knew a couple of people from Tuscaloosa. I had a lab partner. Yeah. Um, it was freshman year chem lab. And I was a business student, by the way. I didn't have to take chemistry. So yeah. why I ended up in there, I I don't know. It was a really hard class. I, I did okay era. in it, though. I did yeah. okay. But I remember I was in the lab with this guy. He was wearing like an Alabama shirt, Bama hat. He had a Bama backpack. Yeah. And, you know, I was just kind of chit-chatting with him. And I was I was like, so I got to ask, like, why do you, do you, do you wear that around here to like make a statement? And he's like, what, do you want to fight or something? And I was like, hey, man, hey, whoa. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. put the gun down, bro. I was just asking. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing an Alabama shirt I can't help but notice. You know, if I was wearing a bunch of Auburn shit, in Tuscaloosa, I'd get questioned about it. Yeah, I, mean, I probably wouldn't best. get beat up, but I'd get questioned about it. <laughs> yeah, it would be. if it wasn't a game weekend or something. Yeah, I mean, it, it'd be <laughs> it'd be going okay. Well, this guy clearly is in the wrong place, or he's either in the wrong place or why he is was, he here? He was a real country boy. I mean, he's just like I grew up in Tuscaloosa. You know, uh, I love that place and I love the Alabama football. And I was like, hey, man. <laughs> Power to you. A lot of people do. Yeah, I grew up in. T- I'm a. I'm an Alabama fan. Grew up in Tuscaloosa. I also. I hate Auburn, but I, I go here for college. I'm what Jordan B. Peterson would uh, describe as an agreeable person. I'm not looking to start conflict. So yeah. Even if I don't agree with you, I'm just gonna be like, hey, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 
<laughs> Same here, but yeah, that, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I'm, cool, man. Whatever yeah. you're thinking, I'm down with it. Yeah, I agree completely with what you just said. <laughs> Even if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I went to Auburn. Was just to me that was always a. Uh, which I just realized now where every guest we've had on this podcast has been an Auburn person. We gotta yeah, Seed's an Auburn legend. <laughs> yeah, we, we like, I bet he is. I used to see him walking around back from class, and I'd I'd be too embarrassed to say hi to him because he was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> he had his whole posse around him. He could barely <laughs> break. Well, you know, he, Seed, he, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, between that and when he uh, he went streaking down uh, Jordan Hare during the during the halftime, you know. I, I well, that was know. actually Brock Burnham Seed who did <laughs> that. That was, yeah, that was his second episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's Jack and his identical twin Brock. They're just vastly <laughs> different. It's, you put about like 10 bush heavy in Jack. and yeah. <laughs> I mean, How many people do you think are still listening right now? Seven? Uh, seven. I bet we got seven. Whoa. I mean, <laughs> well, we're too, too above the average then. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing well. We picked up some listeners. Dude, I was just telling you before we started, This is um, these are the podcasts we're going to look back on and be like, we weren't doing anything right, man. Yeah, no. I mean, you have to have those. We have to grow. That's what if 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 I start, give us the space to do it wrong, people. Yeah, if I started with a good podcast, right, like a really good podcast, you'd sell out in a month. Yeah. Well, it, well the problem would be, I, I, you know, I couldn't go anywhere from there. You, nobody wants to watch the movie about the overdog, you know, <clears throat> doing consistent. Yeah, boring. You, yeah. You think you think this is the best I can do? No, 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 no. This is no, no, no. Yeah, we're trying to make it shitty. You know, all the static in the background, all that. We're going we're going down yeah. so we can go up. You can hear Sesame's breathing all heavy over there. Yeah, dude, it's, it's an <laughs> issue. <laughs> we love you, man. I'll pass yeah. you this mic right now if you want to ch- if you yeah. want to have some words. Yeah. All right. He's uh, fact checking us while we talk. I mean, I dude, I I've, I've tried to have a Jamie. It's either Sesame's or Donahoe. And they're just both like Sesums doesn't even have a laptop out right now. There's no projector over here with shit on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just moving stuff around. Yeah, he's throwing bottle caps at me. Yeah, it, it, it's not good. Make, make this kind of noise. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what you what you been up to recently though. Dude, I've just been working, trying to working. get up, get my crapital up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just make some money. Yeah, man. Uh, you got nine to five. Yeah, nine to five. I'm an import export specialist. Yeah, what's that do? Well, I make uh, ocean freight bookings for my customers. What and is we get better rates because we make a lot of bookings, right? Yeah. Because we have a lot of customers, and so that's that's like why you you're, you're choose us to make your bookings for you. You're a big deal in the ocean <coughs> freight community. All of my uh, supply chain friends listening will will know that is a three PL baby. Third-party logistics. Yes, sir. <laughs> we we, it's do, we what, got some logistics listeners. It's what most people in the logistics industry do, I would imagine. Um, yeah. Um, and so I like it so far. I've been there a little less than a year now. Who are you shipping from? Hmm? Like, who, who, who's shipping? Dude, all in? over the place. I got customers. You know, you want it, we got it. Yeah. It's like, I've got West Coast, East Coast. Yeah, but if like, your if your stuff's in Omaha, you know, I'll get it on the rail for you. We'll send it to wherever it needs to go. But like, who ships through the port of Mobile is what I'm wondering. Like, a like lot what, of people do. The port is blowing up right now. Really? Like in the next few years, the port is gonna like be so massive. China, dude, it's America. No, but like, who's sh- that's what I'm who's shipping in? Is it China? Yeah. So the way it works. At least in in my short experience, and yeah. you know any supply chain experts out there, feel free to reach out and you know flame me for this. But it seems like America exports mostly raw materials. We send out lumber and uh, granite and bulk commodities, and then we send it to Europe, Asia, Australia. You name it, they turn it into stuff we want to buy. And they send it back to us. So, like, the stuff that's getting imported is armchairs and toys and, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm doing uh, tractors right now. So, we're exporting all the material for this shit and then it's coming back? Yeah, because it's cheaper to build it over there. Yeah. But it's not always the same company doing that, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it's all transactional. 
That's fascinating. So it's just a giant circle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know that South Park episode, uh, Cash for Gold? Yeah. It's that. Yeah. You know that whole montage where, where it goes in a full loop around the world? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Huh. In my ex- small amount of experience so far. Yeah, small but profound. I have to preface that. I am not an expert. <laughs> Yeah, I am a bachelor of science. Though well, you know what? Yeah, you're you're what twenty three, twenty two. I am twenty three years old. Twenty three. Yeah, is uh, anybody way too young to be podcasting? <laughs> yeah, way too young. <laughs> <laughs> That's the great thing about this podcast is I only know like twenty three, twenty four year olds. Yeah. So everybody I have on here has just like a like a, a fledging like expertise and yeah, uh, yeah, whatever it is. Hey, dude, we're just getting started. Yeah. You know, I took a bunch of supply chain classes. I, I didn't. Didn't well, retain a whole lot, but you know, <laughs> yeah, but that's me. That's not them. Auburn pa- has a great program. Yeah, on paper, on paper, you're, you're I made a I made a point before I started this podcast. I wasn't gonna talk smack about anybody. Yeah, except myself. That's that's usually a good rule. Uh, <laughs> now I was I was a marketing major. I couldn't tell you. People ask me, so what's a marketing major? I go, uh, you know, I was sitting there at the uh, fraternity house one day. And I had been through about 20 majors, and it was about time to graduate. And I, uh, no, I was at my advisor's, and I said, Mr. Advisor, you know, how do I get out of here the quickest? He goes, well, you know, you could do marketing. It doesn't require a second thing with it. I go, oh, great. So I'd heard another guy before also say, you know, marketing's great. He goes, you don't even have to show up to class. Everybody just does your group projects <laughs> for you. It's like, this well, sounds like it's all lining up. I'd like to know what that guy ended up like how he ended up doing yeah he ended up phenomenally he had a yeah, family balling right now that is, that's always how it works right he, he had a fa- so he <laughs> never mentioned this when he said you should go into marketing he had a family business he was going into i saw him a couple months ago i was like man thanks for the fucking marketing advice i hate my job <laughs> and i make no money and he goes oh yeah my bad man yeah i should have you should have told me that yeah that <laughs> that that was just that is that you know that like unasked proffered advice around the fraternity house of like some like a senior or something like who's just been drunk for four years telling a freshman hey man this is what you should do this works out i remember i remember the like fifth year advice i used to get as a freshman it's true like all the memes are true they'd be like get out of here kid you don't want to be here as long as i'm here yeah it's like, I don't know, it looks like you're having a pretty great time. I mean, you just have no responsibilities yeah. living in a fraternity house. Yeah. Seems like something just I could tell yelling you now, at, I definitely wanted to be Yelling there. at people yeah. who are five years younger than you all the time. I mean, it yeah. doesn't sound so bad. No, I was I was definitely that guy, though, that, like, because I was, you know, as a senior, I was hanging out with the freshman, like, guys, I got it all figured out. I would always try to give them my advice, but... If if they're smart, they didn't take it. Yeah. <laughs> if they're smart, they said, "Who's this jackass? <laughs> this jackass? What does he know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what does he know? I'm Clearly actually a lot about like, logistics. There's an illusion that I'm way older than you, but I'm not. Yeah. Well, that's what. Because um, like an, a, a college freshman is still like a kid, but yeah. Well, I guess a you freshman. don't have that excuse anymore by the time you're you know fifth year senior. Yeah, as a as a freshman, I looked at the seniors. Like, These fuckers are old. For the for the record, I was never a fifth year senior. I knew plenty though. I was I was a I was a fourth and a third year Ooh, senior. Yeah. One third of a year. Yeah, I did the I did a the summer? summer little summer lap. That's respectable. Yeah, there's no shame there. Well, and then and then well, there is shame in this. Then I worked. I managed a freshman bar in Tuscaloosa for like an extra two or three months after that. Managed? <laughs> yeah, look, man, I got my shirt on. So well, yeah, manager. I mean, I, I see that. Okay. Yeah. I did not see manager. Yeah, it was it was uh I was managing it and then I got to a point and I was like, Oh my god, I gotta get out Druid of here. Druid City Social. Yeah. You know I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna upset a lot of people here. I have never heard of that place. Yeah, well <laughs> um I don't you're know not if gonna that's upset like a, anybody. If, if that's a hot spot or not. It is I think it's a hot spot now. Um, I don't. I don't want to. They say heard too you much. were working there, and everybody came on down, right? Man, I was. I had a blast there. I used to just. I. I, I don't want to say too much because it's a legit business. Dude, we gotta I, talk. I we the, gotta. The owner's a cool guy. We gotta do a college <laughs> bars segment. What? Just rating the college bars or talking? Well, just about just chit chatting about them. I, yeah. I only went out in Tuscaloosa like a couple of times, but you're a smart man. man. Rhythm and bruise. That was a great place. I love that place. 
Yeah, well, rhythm. I can hear the laughter coming from from the other side of this mic right now. Yeah, rhythm and bruise was cool, and then you started like. I remember I went there one time, not completely hammered. And it was, that sounds like a tool, but I, I guess, you know, a little bit. And the uh, Rollins yeah. drinks, guys. <laughs> yeah, I drink. <laughs> you know, some people it's mobile. Everybody drinks around here. Yeah, uh, especially Sesums over here. But <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I went there one time, at least like decently sober, I guess is what I mean. And uh, the uh, there was, I started looking around and I realized rhythm and bruises, because it's, it's, it's a weird crossover of like college sophomores and townies like tuscaloosa locals right yeah that was the vibe i got there were there were definitely like a mix of college students and not college students yeah this was bama tennessee weekend 19 yeah yeah well, it was when i went there it's a fun place it was just like i was sta- like last time I, or not last at least the time where i go like wow this is kind of weird is like i was just standing there like talking to a girl and this like short little skinhead like townie comes by bumps into me and he goes hey bro watch it i'm like dude you're 50 and he's like you got a problem i was like no dude i wish the auburn townies were like that what are are the auburn townies like well so i had most of my interaction with them over the summer yeah so i stayed in auburn almost every summer i was in college and i don't regret it at all summer auburn is awesome because it becomes just the small town that it would be without the university and um you know, we would go out pretty often and usually not super late. You know, we'd go at like right when it opened at six, hit the specials, and then we'd be home like 11 or so. Yeah. Auburn. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. There were plenty of nights that weren't like that. But yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, there was this one guy. I remember he was a pool hustler. You know what that is? Yeah. It's yeah. like he would he would play you in pool. And he would act like he's really bad, and then he'd finish the game in one turn, and force you to give him money. Yeah, this is a fun guy. This is a good guy. To yeah, I know, like a really around. morally upstanding person. Yeah, just really <laughs> lifts up the bar. Um, yeah, but it would always be pretty empty and dead. And honestly, that's my vibe at a bar. Yeah, like, dude, if we could do this podcast at a bar like those guys in the Midwest, if it was that quiet at a bar. Yeah, I could just. <laughs> I don't know if that's a bar I want to be at that quiet. Uh, yeah, all right, I take it back. Yeah, man. I take it back. That was that was dumb podcast talk. That was that was. That I was, was trying to have a take there, and it just crashed and burned. So yeah. just let's just erase. No, 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 no. I mean, leave it in, but everyone yeah. just pretend I didn't say that. Yeah, so but I do like the vibe of a bar that's has a lot of people in it, but it's not packed. No, I used to hate Sky Bar when it would be shoulder to shoulder and it takes you 45 minutes what? to get a drink like that no one has fun there isn't sky bar usually like that after a certain time yeah okay yeah now you talking about like a you talking about like a dive bar type deal where it's kind of like run down and like it's not <clears> like that. yeah so there's this place in yeah. auburn called halftime yeah and that's where the despondent and woeful members of the community you know sometimes go to hang out and, and it was also a lively college crowd too I had some great times at halftime. Met some real characters, you know. Yeah, we we had uh, in Tuscaloosa. We had Jackies, and we all really got. I think it was our grade like brought it back. I mean, like people would go there, uh, but like like as far as like popularizing pop whatever the fuck, I think it was our grade because it was it was a summer going into junior. And I, like I don't mean to be like we were the first people to ever go there. There had been like my mom went there when she was in college. Like there were plenty of people that had like, but I think it was in like a low period. Uh, anyways, we all started going, at least, I'll stop speculating, just say this. We started going, because it was, you'd go to the booth, the summer going into junior year, you'd go to the booth, and on your way back, there was Jackie's, and so we'd hit up Jackie's on the way home, and, like, everybody, just everybody in town that summer would go. Right. Um, Jackie's was this place, there was, like, routinely, there was a Vietnam vet in the corner who had, like, a newspaper clipping of his purple heart it was sigs inside there were like four like four different groups of just rednecks who just glare at you when you're in there dude can we leave our beach house get on a plane right now and go to tuscaloosa man man, i'll tell you let's get out of the bahamas man i want to be at that place man i'll call i'll call the pj up the the private jet get him to fly down (laughs) and pick us up yeah, it's from all the podcast money we've made so far. You know, it's crazy because they pay you like $2 million per viewer. 
That's our special deal. Yeah, so I got like four million right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, the um, I got I got all the dive bars in Alabama. There's Jackie's in T Town. You're in Birmingham. Go to Dave's Southside. Uh, same type. Well, that place actually though, it's like a dive bar, but the clientele are like thirty-five year old computer programmers. Everybody's in like a button-down like. Dude, that paints that paints a picture for me. Like I can see it. Just think about, like, if Weezer's wasn't big, think about the bar Weezer's would be playing in. Yeah. That's Dave's Southside. Um, dope place. Go get a scotch on the rocks. Like it's, like I could it's dig cool. it. Yeah. Dude, I do have a good Sky story. Um, really? We used to show up at Sky at 6 p.m. on trivia nights, and we'd get the best table in the joint, and we'd start ordering up specials, and we'd rip trivia. And, I mean, we had so much fun failing at trivia over and over again we won it a couple of times but your prize there is just like a free drink it was never Uh, anything too crazy but then right after that they kick off the karaoke and there was this old dude he must have been mid 80s and he would he would show up every night have like three rum and cokes go up there and sing pride and joy the stevie ray song yeah everybody loved him and it took me several months of seeing him regularly to finally be like, all right, I'm going to go up and talk to this guy. One night I struck up a conversation with him and he was the coolest guy ever. Never told me his name. He just told me to call him pop. (laughs) And like, I like he was telling us war stories and just, you know, cool old man stuff. And like, he, he didn't like, he would just leave mid conversation. He'd be like, all right, I've had enough of this and just leave. Like, even if it was a pleasant conversation. Hell yeah, Pop. I hope he's still kicking. I hope he's out there somewhere. I hope yeah. he's listening to the pot. I mean, every, every bar needs a pop. Yeah, you know? dude. You have to have one character in there that doesn't belong there. Yeah, like that Because old it'd be nothing but the typical college crowd. Yeah, just that, that old... Except al- him, and he he clearly... It was like his whole day culminated in singing Pride and Joy for everybody. Yeah, it's that like old, old alphabet alcoholic who's... At a college bar, not to like try. He and wasn't hook creepy or anything. Yeah. He never this talked like, to like anybody. Not to like try and hook up with college girls. No, just because no. He's yeah. I might have been the first guy that talked to him in decades. Yeah. He's just because <laughs> I feel like most people were put off by him. But yeah. I, I, I dig it. Man, this guy's got some story. You know, you think about it, you go out to a bar. I remember he was like, I remember when this was all cornfields or, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, I remember when that building wasn't there and that one and that one. Yeah, walking five miles to school uphill in the snow. Right. Five right. miles uphill back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. I mean that that that's when you know you got a good bar. You got locals, you know. Yeah, that's what you yeah, want. Man. Yeah. My uh my favorite bar in in Mobile at the moment is uh Nixon's. Oh. You ever here. had a good time same there? Here. I have a good time every time I go there. I usually just go and shoot some pool. And there's mixed crowd, you know, it's a good time. You do the uh, PBR thing? Yeah, never got it right, though. Yeah, uh, I, I, I have gotten it because they pitied me one time and right. just basically gave it to me. But I went in there, and it was like something where they're like, last, you know, last PBR of the night, everybody gets to guess it, whatever. It's something like, and I, like, I stand up, I go, oh, me, and I'm trash, and I just stand up, and I knock a table, right? Now, oh, it was a night of drinking. We'd be sit- we'd been situated at this table for a while. Mm-hmm. Glass. Uh. Like, the table was full of glass. So just, <laughs> Dude, that's so bad. But it was, it was, it was, it, I, and I love this bar because of this aspect. Nixon's is one of those bars that, like, and they make money because of this, but they're there for you to have a good time, right? Yeah. So bartenders are cool. They've always got good sports on the TV. Yeah. It's small. I like that it's small. Yeah. I I love all the old stuff on the walls. They got this vintage WKRG clock on it from when WKRG was a radio station. Yeah. Dude, I want that in my man cave. No, they got like ads from like the 1800s where it's like heroin. You know, you have a cough, get some heroin from your... uh, And I guess the story of that place was that it used to be a pharmacy. Was it? But, you know... Well, that was before my time. Yeah. Well, I, I knock all this glass, and I once I do that, I walk straight out. I'm like right by the door, right? So I just walk straight out the door. I'm like, whatever. I'm getting kicked out. I need to go home anyways. And then 
one of my buddies comes up there's like, Rollins, come on, you're fine. I'm like, oh shit. He's like the bartender's dude, waving I'll me be back and they go, You get the first pit, you get the first guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I fucking so, love this place. Dude, that's your training from college bars is you know if you like break something or something, it's just like bail, bail, bail. Bail, yeah, get the fuck but, out. Um, <laughs> They're not having your dumb ass shit. <laughs> but <laughs> goofy head. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, you knucklehead. Yeah. But um that's how you know that that it's a good place. Oh yeah. <clears throat> no, I've never got it right. So, if you don't know what we're talking about, um, yeah, let them know. PBRs in in bottles have a card, like a playing card insignia on on the inside of the bottle cap. Six of spades, king of hearts, whatever. And if you guess it right, your beer is free. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, that's how it works. Or is it? No, I don't even know if it's. I don't. I think you still. Maybe you still pay for it. You get you get your name up on a board. There's got to be more to it than that. I thought you got the beer for free. Maybe you do. I know you get, because you definitely get, the, the bottle cap gets pasted on the window with your name. Yeah. Um, that's enough. That works on me. There's a bar in Birmingham, uh, Jack Brown's, and actually Auburn and Alabama are getting one, right? Have you heard about it? It's more, no. That, that might it's actually be. It's a chain? Be, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's about to be. Um, they're, they're opening one in uh, Tuscaloosa and Auburn. Interesting. And, they uh they have a legit claim to the best burger in Alabama, but it's like a heavy metal type or a rock themed mm. kind of place. Uh, they have it's the worst deal in the world, but it's you drink a beer. You have to drink a different beer every time, but you drink a beer, you rate it. They give you this card, right? Once you do a hundred. Beers, you get a free T-shirt. <laughs> you want to do the one night challenge? <laughs> yeah, and then once you do, once you do a thousand, you get a. You get, they call it your Saint Day, and every year on that day, you get to drink and eat as much as you want for free. Wow! Uh, but that's after you know each of these beers. What five or six dollars? Thousand beers. So you got to spend five thousand dollars to get <laughs> get a real a free meal. Yeah, for a T-shirt, it's five hundred. Yeah, but I mean, damn it, if it doesn't work on me. Dude, it, it hypes me up. Like, I want to get to work. Yeah. I want to go do that. Yeah, I'm like, this is a terrible deal. <coughs> I'm sold. Yeah. I really appreciated our bar segment. Yeah, it was a good segment. Um, well, let's see. You in a captain at 36 or keep going? We're at 36 minutes right now? Yes, sir. Dude, let's keep it rolling. All right, let's keep it rolling. I want to get at least an hour out of this. I mean, hell yeah. I I'm thought we'd been you. talking for three hours. Did you? <laughs> I thought two. No, nah, I'm you know. joking. I thought we'd been talking for a good hour, though. No, nah, I mean, we got a good 20 minutes of bars. <laughs> but, uh, <yeah. laughs> we could keep it rolling. Yeah. Uh, let's talk... Um, what? Bars to beer? What's your <clears throat> favorite beer? Let's talk some funny funny yeah. high school times. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Jackson and I met each other. I remember uh, the day I met you. Do you? Can I, can I tell? And then you tell your version, which might be a totally different story. Yeah, you hit it. So... Uh, I was in sixth grade. I believe you were in seventh grade, and you you were the new kid. Eighth grade. Okay, so I was in seventh grade. You were in eighth grade. Yeah. And you were the new kid, and we were doing robotics. Hell yeah. And I remember, I don't remember her name, but you know she was the teacher in charge of robotics. Miss uh, Miss Andrea. And <clears throat> you know I remember you were being super like scatterbrained Rollins with her, and you were kind of like freaking her out. <laughs> <laughs> and never done that. That was when um, that was when I first talked to you and got to know you. That, that hardly that hardly sounds. <laughs> <laughs> must have been some other guy. Yeah, some other new kid with uh, you know with a lisp. No, that that was robotics. Was the I still contend to this day. Uh, robotics was the coolest thing I've ever done because the robotics meets like it was super dorky at the time, but it. Um, Definitely introduced me to like business. I remember when they gave me a shirt. We yeah. were in the Mitchell Center doing our presentation, and they gave me like a nice shirt. And they were like, "All right, you got to go talk about how we designed the robot in yeah. 20 minutes." And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> okay, <laughs> and sure. You know, we're sitting there in front of like a panel of judges, and they're like, "So tell us, like, sell your robot to me." And I, I just kind of started riffing. Yeah, no, that that was what well, was senior year. I was on the marketing committee for it, and I was president of the club. Now I showed up to like two meetings. Yeah, I showed up to the election, and then like maybe one other one, <laughs> and then I did the same thing. Just had to riff through the marketing meeting, which is like the whole Dude, thing is. I wish believe anyways. So I mean, if those guys, me. if I could see what what those guys saw, those yeah. judges, it was probably just some scared Gibberish. kid, you know. 
wetting his pants in front of a bunch of adults. Yeah. Oh, we designed the robot really quick with with uh, what was that Google program? The uh, um, uh, was cat. You talking about? Oh no, it you, was Google you're talking Cat. About, but um, it was um, shit. It's like workshop. It was. I know what you're talking about because we did everything in that. Like we even did the booth in that. No, I remember. <clears throat> That, because uh, I was on that presentation team, too. It was like me, mm-hmm. you, Landry. And, like, we were instructed going into it. I, I distinctly remember this. Stand like, up straight. Keep your hands by your side. You yeah, know? don't put them in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I Jonathan's like, no pockets. Don't cross your arms. Yeah, that was like Good his advice. big thing. Yeah. And, but I was, like, sitting there. I was like, this is way harder. Didn't, I, thought it was, I thought I was getting a day out of school to yeah. go hang out with a bunch of nerds and watch robots fight. Yeah, which... They weren't fighting, by the way. They were just accomplishing tasks. No, but it, it was, to this day, I still stand by. That's one of the coolest things because uh, robotics is, like, like you have a bunch of nerds in a building, and this is, like, their con- – it's Mobile, so there's no Comic-Con here. Like, this no. is, like, their Comic-Con Dude, for the year. Dude, it was some it's- of those people's Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember the homeschool kids had a team, and I think they won. Yeah. And they were – they were so happy to be there. Dude, and they're in, like, everybody's in, like, these costumes. Like, e- not even the people presenting at the booths. People are in, like, Naruto costumes and stuff. Like, yeah, alien man. costumes. Had nothing to do with the theme like, that year. we set up our booth, and we were trying to run a tight ship there. Yeah. Waiting for the judges to come by so I could do this same charade over, ag- over again of being, like, this is how we did this. Yeah. I don't really know. And then they let the bands into, because it's at the, uh, the what's the South ba- the Mitchell, Mitchell Center. Center yeah. yeah, South Basketball Arena. And they let the bands come in. So you go in there, and A, every booth has a kick-in sound system, like rigged up out the tits like it's badass. <laughs> yeah, dude, we were <laughs> thumping. I mean, yeah. it was. And then, and then inside is like, like every band in the Mobile area and this isn't a football, like a football game, like a football game, the band's there. They're like, okay, cool. This is a good time for us to show out. But it's outside, not their show. Yeah. Outside, yeah, usually. It's, but it's not their show, you know? No. You go to this thing, and it's the band is going as hard as they ever go. Because there's like seven of them in there. Yeah. And it's just... Chow- tuba challenges going back and forth, back and forth. Dude, and Rollins and I were band geeks. Yeah, um, band, band, bad at band legends, man. Yeah, man, we ripped it. Yeah, first chair trumpet for four years straight, baby. Yeah, second. That's a lie. It was not that long. <laughs> <It's> close, <laughs> maybe. We'll call it. Yeah, I was um, second chair tuba for two years, first chair for a year, and dude, then I remember I used to just play as loud as I could and. For, for like a brief moment, I did kind of feel like a rock star. Like, yeah. It'd be fun. Every time we got a first down, we'd, we'd play Go Big Blue. And well, the, the, I remember uh, the band director used to get so pissed at me and Landry, Jonathan, right? Because we would get up there. You guys be having fun, right? Well, we'd get up. We'd <laughs> play as loud. We would like, if you listen to the halftime show, sometimes you wouldn't even be able to hear like half. You, you could hear the trumpets. You certainly couldn't hear the woodwinds. Or you can hear really low and really high. Yeah. And the drums. Me and Jonathan are out there just playing as loud as we can because we're like, fuck these guys. And we used to, we used to beef with the also uh, Jackson, did you already said, yeah, you were a trumpet. And we used to. Do you remember? We would sit right behind each other, um, in the stands at football games. Yeah. Like on Friday night. And we would beef with y'all because y'all would steal. So for y'all, listening, we were fighting for each other's thunder because the two coolest instruments are tuba and trumpet. Yeah. Well, y'all would steal our horn flash. And we just lost all of the woodwind players in the audience. Yeah, those guys were. Like, they're doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've probably lost most people by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've. we've, we've We've, we've probably, I think, if robotics didn't kill it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, this stuff meant a lot to me. You yeah. know, we also we also partied in high school. <laughs> now, now, the they're back. now they're back. <laughs> For the record. Yeah. We, we, we cool weren't just stuff. doing dorky stuff. Yeah, I was in a high school fraternity. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I love telling people. I, I tell people that. You know, I never... In, Never told anyone in college about that. Really? I mean, I was never officially a member of yeah. anything, but you know, never I never never brought it up that that ever existed. Yeah, I I I tell people because it's like it's the greatest like punchline because it throws people so off. They don't get it. Yeah, and they shouldn't because it's crazy. Yeah, like it, well, no, if you ever get in an argument, for instance, with somebody about like they're like, oh, college fraternities are stupid. You're paying for friends. You just go. Well, yeah, but how do you feel about high school fraternities? <laughs> and then they think you're lying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, no, no. 
It was it was like a fad in like the nineteen like fifties, I think. Yeah. Or like forties. I guess it makes more sense. Yeah. In that backdrop. In that era, yeah. But then now it's like now it's just like of course Mobile's like the only place left with them. Only that I've ever heard of. But <laughs> yeah. What do I know? Yeah. Uh but I mean that's just mobile for you, I guess. But even then, you know, it used to just used to just be fun. But yeah, we, we we had fun, man. Well, we were just clowning around. There was no, yeah, nothing to nothing to care about. No, and and dude, in high school, every chance we got, we're just clowning around because you do have to go home to your parents at the end of the day. Yeah, well, the the, the stakes like stakes were so low for anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, detention. We were talking about this yesterday. Detentions <clears throat> were a joke. Yeah, man. St. Paul's made you go and. Pick up or sign name dropping. <laughs> yeah. I'll name drop those motherfuckers. I no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to beef with the school. No, nah, dude. I have a great. <laughs> I have a great detention story. So, I only ever got one detention at St. Paul's. Yeah, and it was in uh, yearbook class. Sesums was in that class with me. Yeah, and usually the status quo in that class was you watch YouTube videos on your computer and play around on your phone. And then the bell rings, and you pack your stuff up, and you go to your next class. Yes, yearbook. You have one thing to do. And then at the end of the year, we're like, oh, man, we need to take some pictures and make a yearbook. At least that, that's kind of how it went for us. At least for the three of us, you know, me, Sessoms, and Elliot, who didn't <laughs> work on much the whole year. <laughs> yeah. But we had a sub that day, and it was it was uh, Coach Santoli, who's a legend. Yeah, absolute legend. He's one of my favorite favorite members of of the staff up there of all time and he'd been there forever and i was on my phone it was like 10 minutes before the bell rings and he snatches it out of my hand he goes that's a detention gotcha motherfucker and i was just like what yeah we do this every day everyone else is doing no defense works you already got your detention that man that man that man is an iron wall man you're not breaking that you're not breaking him down i tried to i tried to fight city hall on it i remember going to the office to get my phone back and i was like Come on, like everyone had it out, and it's like I don't want to hear it, dude. Just do your hour and forget about it. Yeah. And my hour of detention was spent driving around, picking up bricks and taking out trash. Was there were random bricks strewn about for some reason? Well, I mean, that would be pretty hot and pot. Maybe he put them out there for us to pick up. He probably because <laughs> well, he he did the detentions too, so he probably just put the bricks out there and then goes, ah, I need to find somebody today to pick these up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there was a reason, but I didn't. I never knew. Yeah, no. I mean that that'll be that'll be up there with the uh, JFK assassination and the uh, the pyramids, man. Yeah. yeah, dude, something fishy there. Yeah, hey, here's one. You believe in aliens? No, no. And I'll tell record? you, and I'll tell you why. I've I've thought about this a lot. Yeah, and I'm a I'm a romantic. Yeah, I like to ex- exaggerate the emotion in things. And I find it way more romantically pleasing that we are the only chance for the universe to experience itself. Whoa. I, I find that beautiful, and I want that to be true. That's deep. I want, I want us on this rock to be the only chance that anything ever gets to understand what any of this is. Yeah. And, you know, it's purely emotional. There's no logic behind it. I just want it to be true. Man, you just blew my mind, right? Because I mean, you said romantic. I was, I was trying to figure out, I'm like, uh, okay, I thought like the romantic thing is like part of like some intergalactic federation. That, that, that's deep, man. Dude, that's just how I that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Now, would I be surprised if I found out they were real? No. Yeah. You can't be surprised one way or the other. Yeah, no. I, because I, it's either one or the other, right? Yeah, well, and right now it's the other, but yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. I, I don't believe, but if they... If they came here tomorrow I'm, I'm not convinced yet yeah you know now here, here, here's here's a hypothetical for you mm-hmm. then cause you, you know you said you don't believe in aliens but do you think if there were aliens and they came to uh to earth do you think they'd be like independence day they're blowing this shit up or they, they're gonna be friendly i don't know i don't know i wonder because consciousness like there's there's a lot of things about conscious beings aka humans we're the only people who know we exist and we all have a lot of things in common, right? Yeah. So, like, I'll flip the script and say if we found a planet with other intelligent life on it, do you think we would destroy it? Not at – so a lot of people like to bring up, like, us with the Indians, um, Native Americans. Can you imagine uh, what it would be like to be an explorer? 
Can you imagine what it'd be like to be a Native American? <laughs> I mean, no, these white, dude. <laughs> these white fellas come out of the jungle with like all this. Dude, I love. On them I love gun. in their in their lore, like their yeah. oral history. A lot of them described um, explorers as like beasts and monsters, yeah. metal men, because they didn't see them as humans. And then I think to a lot of them, horses were new. Yeah. And so that blew their mind, like the idea of a horse that they could ride. I mean, if there was just like a oh my god, I think we just got canceled, Rollins. Did we did, just get canceled? Get, I mean, I said can Indian we say instead that instead of Native American? So I mean, we we've been canceled for like two minutes now. Sesums fact check me on the horses <laughs> thing. Yeah, <laughs> Sesum, get in here. <laughs> but just but anyway, I mean, what we need to do is strap him up to a mic, so then at least if we're canceled, he's canceled with us. Yeah. The, uh, now Look, the, it's a podcast. We're just talking. You can't get canceled on a podcast. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah. No, the um, the no to the do like would would aliens be friendly? I do think uh, there, there's a theory out there. Uh, we I got into a big fight about this with my roommates in college because they were fucking with me, and I took the bait. Yeah, but uh, aliens. The idea is that for aliens to travel across the galaxy, right? the degree of social intelligence that they would have to have to build a society capable of that, capable of making contact with mm-hmm. us, um, would be so high that like that degree of social intelligence is so strongly tied to empathy that they would not be hostile. So I think I agree. I think I don't think they'd be hostile at first. Yeah. Do I think eventually we would probably provoke hostility or yeah. they would provoke hostility from us? Happens all the time with other sentient beings. Yeah, so. r- roll tide. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be the last thing we say. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> roll tide, roll. We've <laughs> <laughs> had enough of these fuckers. Boom. <laughs> yeah. um, I can dig it. Yeah. Now, I mean, like, I mean, it would be, uh, it would just be like America on steroids. We're already the rednecks of the world. We'd be the rednecks of the universe, which would be badass. Dude, it uh, would be cool. Yeah. I love that joke that, like, the aliens know we're here. They're just not interested. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a j- – that's a legit uh, theory about, like, that they're, like, yeah, they don't want to – they don't, like – they'll make contact with – They roll the windows out. up and lock the doors. <laughs> yeah, <you know>? like, <laughs> keep driving. <laughs> they're, they're going to Mars on vacation. They're not stopping by Earth. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Now, there's a Jewish scientist, like, head of, like – or Israeli. God, God, I got canceled again. Just Okay, anyways – we can edit. I think you can say Jewish. I think you can describe a, a, a Jewish person as Jewish. Okay, Kanye. <laughs> I love Jewish people. <laughs> <laughs> Just digging a hole, man. All right, all right. I'll <laughs> no. shut up about it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, um, the, uh, the, the Isra- like head of Is- Israel's NASA, basically, mm-hmm. came out and said, um, he said, that there is a intergalactic space federation and every leader knows about it and uh, that we they haven't made contact with us because we haven't hit certain markers of like an advanced society, which I don't, I don't buy that for a set. You're telling me every every world leader knows about these aliens. There's too many people. Too it. many people have to keep a secret for that to be true. Yeah, and humans are terrible at keeping secrets. Yeah. I mean, we invented the secret. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. I mean, it's just hey, like, don't tell anybody that, though. You know, it's just yeah. like same thing with the moon landing. Like people who think the moon landing was fake. Maybe I'm yeah. not ruling anything out. I wasn't there, but how many people would have to keep a secret? Now the director of it came out and said that it was fake, or something. I just don't. I don't buy it. <laughs> now there was this really weird video of them trying to question Buzz Aldrin about it and him refusing Buzz, to talk to them. There's like three of them, where three separate occasion he like. So that weirded me out. Yeah, that did weird me out. Yeah, I mean, like I'm a hundred percent certain we've been to the moon, and I'm not a moon landing conspiracy theorist. It's not one I, I yeah. care to touch because it's just not cool enough for me. Yeah, but I will say this about it: it does make sense to the degree of. Yeah. It, I'm nodding over here. Yeah, like if if it if like I'm not saying I believe in it, but it is one of those things that would make sense in like a like we're trying to beat the Russians in a space race and that wasn't just a space race to get to space. It was like a 
who's going to run the world pissing contest. Well, because I'm sure at the forefront of everyone's mind at that time is if the Russians get to the moon, they're going to put nukes up there and launch them at us. Then we'd just be screwed. And think of how little we knew back then versus what we know now. and Even 10 years before that. uh, You ever see the movie uh, October? (laughs) (laughs) Got that in the mic. October Sky. I made sure to get that in the mic. October Sky. It's about Homer Hickam, who's one of the founding jet propulsion Man, the I founding mean, fathers of NASA. I read the book. I'm literate as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a scene in that movie, I think it's at the very beginning, where like all the news people are reporting that Sputnik is overhead. Yeah. And that the, the Russians got to space before us and everyone's freaking out and it's all these farm people and they go out in the sky and they look at it and they can see it going across the sky and they're all freaking out. They're like, it's watching us. It's listening to us. And in reality, Sputnik was the size of a basketball and I think it just sent some small data back. Yeah, I think it was, like a, I think it was a weather. Like a but you can't blame those people report. for being freaked out. Yeah. Like, I, yeah I think, I think We're I freaked out by Chinese spy balloons. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, you know what I think that is? What? I think that they're sending those balloons over to try to find holes in our radar. Yeah. I, think, I don't think they're watching us with it. Because trust me, if they wanted to watch you, they could. Like, I feel like they're already doing that through our phones. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the thing. <clears throat> anybody who, like, tries to get all, like, hyped up about, oh, they're listening to us, they're watching us, everybody is. Yeah, no, it's just, we're it, boned. Yeah, every, every... Might as well start a podcast. Might as well just, I mean, like, <laughs> at least I'm being honest about, you know, if the, if the NSA already has this, I'll just make it easier. Right, you know? right. Yeah. But I do, th- I, I like the, I don't like any of this, but I think it's probably them sending over a bunch and the ones that get through they're like oh that might be a hole in the radar if we ever needed to send a spy plane or infiltrate that might be a hole i like yeah that makes sense that's the only thing i could come up with as to why they would do that other than to just provoke us and you know make us be like you know what's the big idea yeah it was like uh i mean like i think half their shit is usually tactical and then the other half is (laughs) yeah (laughs) right like I love like I love people's takes on it. Where it's just like, really, that's the best you got. I'm supposed to be scared of your balloon. Yeah. Now, I mean, there are people afraid of clowns, so maybe that ties into it because clowns usually have balloons, and maybe you know, maybe you should be afraid of it. Then. You should be afraid of clowns. Yeah. What kind of guy gets into that? Yeah, seriously. It's got to be, you got to be kind of a weird guy if yeah. that's what you want to do. Well, I think like clowns were big in like the 50s or something. Like, you know. Yeah, maybe was, they came and went. I mean. Yeah, that, that's really a fad that's just gone out the door. Because like the, the circus. Yeah. Which I don't think really exists anymore. But the idea of the circus, that's a like 1870s to 1920s was yeah. probably the golden age of that. Yeah, Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn are like talking about that all the time in that shit. Right. Like, yeah, well, I think it's just like that's one of like, those. And they would go town to town and put on this entertainment. And now we have so much entertainment. Why would we want to go do that? Yeah, that, that sounds have, so lame. You have the co show. Why would you want to yeah. go? <laughs> Why'd you want to go see a clown? You got the co show. I can't go to the circus this weekend, honey. The Kojo's on the air. Yeah, I mean, seriously, man. No, the, uh, yeah, I think, I think circus is what they're like. You can replicate them and, uh, and, I guess they're entertaining if you haven't seen anything. And then the the whole clown bubble popped with yeah. John Wayne Gacy. Oh, people will forever say that's like, that's the clown, right? Then you have it fictionalized in it. Yeah, and I think yeah. to this day a clown is more associated with like a psychopath killer than than anything else. Yeah, if I have a kid and I've got a birthday party for the kid, I'm going to book, like, Spider-Man or something. You know, I'm not getting a clown. Yeah, dude. Yeah. If I'm ever famous, I'm going to get, like, Kid Rock to play my kid's birthday. Oh. You know? Yeah. I'll have, like, Little Wayne. Like, he'll be, like, five. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be a great father. Dude, I love Kid Rock. Yeah. Do do you see, um... Oh, no, I was saying Skinner. The last guy, Skinner, just died. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. No, yeah, Kid Rock's dope. He's just, he's from what, Detroit or something, right? Yeah, I think he's from outside of Detroit. Yeah. He's like, I'm a Michigan boy, you know? <laughs> Dude, I'm real, and they, they are country up yeah, there. Yeah, those uh, uh, Upper Peninsula, whatever they call them, or whatever. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dude, I, if you're listening, I urge you to get on Google Maps and just take a look at this country. Like, scan around, and you know what you'll see mostly? Farm fields. Everywhere, every single state, 
like most of it is just fields and fields, and then there's wilderness. Hell yeah! And it's we like, eat. We eat. There's plenty of room out here, man. Yeah. No, that's um. Wait, here's here's the a government ought to give us all a plot of land. You know how fun that would be. Dude, I would love that. I would love to homestead. I could totally rock that. Land ownership, man. I could just like do like I don't know, run around naked, put like sticks on the ground. Dude, just wide open space. You could do whatever you want with yeah. it. Yeah. The uh now I was gonna say this kind of ties into the music and talking about the nation being a lot of country, right? Uh you know where how, take a guess of the southern states, how many of them the dominant genre of music is country? There's like what fifteen southern states, I guess. Yeah, if you want to count like Oklahoma and stuff, thirteen or fifteen. <coughs> I'd say, I'd say fifty percent, at least half. One southern state. Yeah, Alabama. I, and I, I've seen that statistic differently, where it's none. But that's funny. I mean, yeah. I like so much different music. I couldn't yeah. say that I like one genre over the other. Well, well that's what I said at work the other day. I said this pissed me off. I hope I hope my coworkers are listening. I said um, that we were talking about music. They're like, Rollins, what type of music do you like? I go, you know, I like like blues, soul. Uh, I like seventies rock, um, dad music, Elvis. <laughs> like I like, yeah, I like I like older music. Me too, Dan. And they're like, well, what about modern music? I was like, well, you know, I guess like I do listen to some like two thousand, like not current rap. I like, like plenty of modern rap, music, but yeah. not the modern music that like. The culture likes. Yeah. And they go, their response, though, wasn't like, oh, you're old. It was, where are you from? <laughs> you're not from <laughs> Alabama. Like, you're out of your mind. Like, country is not, people think that about, like, the South. Country, actually, like, folk music and stuff is more popular in, like, the Midwest. Than yeah, I could totally South. see that. Yeah. But I, I could totally see that. Yeah. What, what, what do you like to listen to? Um, a little bit of everything. I mean, really, I, I grew up around music. Music is like my, yeah, it's my thing. I just love it. Well, who are your, who are your top, top three artists? Top three like artists. Jeez. Um, uh, geez, it's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard to come up with this. Um, Rolling Stones for sure. Hell yeah. The All Beatles right. for sure. Two of my biggest, like, inspirations. So what you got, like, based off that, what, Pink Floyd or Talking Heads and Three or? Love all those. Yeah. Love all those. I like, I like anything. I like The Cure. I like, um, you know, I, I like heavy metal. I like soft folk. I like country. I don't really care for radio country, but I like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you call it. Outlaw country is probably my favorite genre. You're talking about, like, like, <coughs> like William Whalen. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it's still going on today. I mean, Tyler Childers, Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of outlaw artists out there. Steve Earle. Yeah. Um, Waylon's son, Shooter, Shooter Jennings. Really? You know, uh, who am I thinking about? Uh, from, I can't believe I'm blanking on this. From Alabama, like Montgomery area, uh, or south of Montgomery. Shit, why can't I think of it? Willie Nelson. Uh, no, 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 no. Hank no, no. Jr., I think, Hank lives. Jr., thank you. So Hank, he's Hank one Williams. of, he's one of, like, my introductions to music. Yeah. Hank, one life. or two? Well, both, really. You know, I, I have a lot of respect for him. I, like, Hank, three, I think, is even cool. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, they're on four. Four is performing. Really? <laughs> no way. That's far out. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, uh, I think he's into, like, heavier, like. Yeah, it's gotten a little crazy. I mean, Hank, three is kind of, kind of heavy. Wait, he's, times. like, he's kind of, like humorous too like. yeah he he's done some covers it's crazy they all started out covering their dads like if you go look at early hank jr it's just him doing a hank senior act and he did that for years until he found his own sound and that's why he wrote the song family tradition saying uh, i found my own sound you okay, know yeah um <clears throat> which is a banger song dude you know he i think he lives in alabama no doubt he travels a lot he's made a lot of money but yeah you should get him on the pod. <laughs> Hank Jr. <laughs> how he how would be old the coolest he dude. Too. He's probably like 70, 65. Yeah. He would be the coolest hang. Yeah, well, he'd probably just like, light up a doobie right now. And probably, just and he just want to. He just want to like shoot guns and talk old old memories. Yeah, that's dope. Right? Yeah, no, that's a, he. I mean, you talk about like some Alabama royalty. Them and like uh, Charles Barkley. It's like that's all. Yeah, we got. so I I did an internship in Birmingham. 
uh, summer 2021. And my office was in Leeds, Alabama, which is where Chuck is from. Um, and I used to drink at this bar after work with a couple of guys. I didn't really know a whole lot of people that worked at this company, but I made made a couple of friends. And I would drink with them after work every now and then. <clears throat> and um, one day they told me the bar we were in was like Charles Bar. It's called Rails and Ales. And if you're in the Birmingham area, you got to go by. It's it's a cool. They got like craft beer there. Is it like Charles owns it or like he likes to go there? I think there? he owns it, and <laughs> on the off chance he is in town, he probably does go there. Yeah. No, I, I tell I tell Seed all the time. I say Charles Barkley is the one good thing that Auburn. Has. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that. you say? Yeah, I'll give you all that. <laughs> what about Bo? Uh, well, Bo's just not relevant, you know. He was. Well, yeah, but like I mean, like as a personality now. You know, like, dude, he's a legend. He played baseball and football. No, he's an athletic beast. But like, and th- th- I think he has records that, that no one has matched to this day. Yeah, but when was the last time you heard Bo? I mean, going to Auburn, you, you, it's a topic that comes up. Well, I mean, like, Bo is he even alive still? Yeah. <laughs> when, when was the last time you heard him speak? Oh well, he's not like a media guy. That's what I'm saying. Charles. That's Chuck's a second relevant. career for a lot of these people. You think Tom Brady's going to be a media guy? Yes. He actually he got he, a he already Boom. is. <laughs> Suck it. I win. Charles hey, Barkley. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, yeah, no. All, all, what all I mean by that but is I do out I of love the Charles Barkley. People, I do love. Um, yeah, out of the like not relevant people still like doing shit. Yeah. Um, because he all got Bo and Chuck. I do, but uh, Cam, Cam's, you know. Yeah, but he, he's not. Well, I mean, he's just an interesting cat, but uh, he is. I would love to meet him. I would. I've seen him at a distance, like I've been like a hundred yards away from him and like yelled at him and had him wave back at me this one time. But that was about it. I'd love to like chat with him. I he, just, I, I love his, I love the way he dresses, and I think his hats are cool. I think yeah. I think hats are cool. You know. I was gonna say I I would I would love to see his hat collection. Is what I would want to see. Yeah. Because he's he's always got some wild shit going on, yeah. Crazy guy. Yeah. I think he has a podcast. Does he? It's, yeah. Yeah. Did we just lose a bunch of people to go listen yeah, to Cam's going, podcast? Yeah. Whatever. We're at an hour anyways. We can cut it now. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all go listen to Cam's podcast. You know what it's called? No, but I I just thought I I listened to because it maybe once. we give him a shout out and then he gives us a shout out. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe um, it's all about it's all about licensing promos. Yeah. But we 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 are at an hour, and you know I gotta. Yeah. I gotta, uh, yeah. Well, this is good, man. It's been fun. I I want to come back. Yeah, I want to have you back, man. It was a good conversation, awesome. informative and entertaining. That's what we're about at the Kojo. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Hope, hope it was some good listening for you. Well, we probably still got about four people, at <laughs> least. <laughs> maybe, maybe well. Maybe three now. I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, hey, mom. Two. They went. They <laughs> headed over to Cam's. Yeah. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, person who I'm in the car with making listen yeah. to this right now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, me. Um, but no, appreciate having you on. Uh, it's a co-show. And for anybody still listening, make sure you follow uh, us on Instagram. Go check out the website. We got blog posts coming out frequently. Uh, you got any final words? The Common Joe is off the air, baby. Yes, sir. Signing off. Yes, sir. Signing off. We'll talk to you all later. It's been a pleasure, man. Yes, sir. It's been a pleasure having you on.